This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. From Clyde High School inside of Nancy Hanger Gymnasium on a Saturday afternoon, it is time for game number two for your Lexington Minutemen as they get set to take on a very good Clyde Flyers ball club. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. Excited to be back at Clyde once again. We were here a couple of years ago for a close Lexington win. And then last year, the Flyers came to Lexington to open up uh, the new gym over there at Lex, and the Minutemen hung it on them. It was 80-40 to 40 last year in this matchup, but typically this matchup has been a lot closer uh, when these two teams go head-to-head. So... We'll see what happens today. Clyde has not played yet, so they come in. This is their home opener and season opener. And, of course, last night, the Minutemen with a really good, solid 78-52 victory last night at Clear Fork. So the Minutemen trying to keep things rolling, and they open up things at home next Friday night against Worcester. So you'd love to start 2-0 on the road and get back home Uh, where you get to practice and play every day and get back to your friendly confines. But the Minutemen have one more obstacle uh, in their way before they get back home. And Clyde, usually a very fundamental shooting team. Uh, They play well here at home usually. So uh, they'll be looking to kind of get some revenge this year, especially after getting beat by 40 over at Lexington. But it was a special night at Lex. It was the opening of the new school. Um, You know, those seniors last year, they wanted to make their first uh, last home game uh, a memorable one, and they certainly did that. Um, But that doesn't really make a difference this year. Clyde going to come in hungry today in Lexington, as we talked about last night, a little bit of a different ball club. But the Minutemen... Looked really good last night, pressuring the basketball. They got after Clear Fork. They're certainly going to look to do that to Clyde today. Clyde, though, I think a little more well-equipped to handle that pressure. They've got guards everywhere. They've got shooters everywhere. So I think this is going to be a really fun up-and-down, fast-paced game, probably high-scoring as well. We're about uh, about eight minutes until tip-off here. We still have to do all the pregame festivities in-house here with the starting lineups, the national anthem, and all that good stuff. But until then, we will take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll let Derek in here and get his keys to the game tonight. We'll get you, uh, or this afternoon, I should say, and we'll get you the uniforms brought to you by BP Electric. And we'll get you the starting lineups. It is game number two for the Minutemen as they take on Clyde on the road here on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Joe Caudill. You're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Back here at Nancy Hanger Gymnasium, getting set for game number two, the Minutemen and the Clyde Flyers. And we'll bring in Derek Lazier now. Derek, uh, 
quickly back to last night. What did you see that you liked? What did you see that uh, maybe worries you a little bit? Well, I did like the fact that the defensive pressure was there and they got up and down the court. And I like that they can go about eight, nine deep on this team and you really don't miss a beat offensively or defensively. If I had a concern, they did not make a three-point shot. And, yes, they did win. Yes, they had almost 80 points, but you're going to have to stretch the defense a little bit or teams are going to key in that you're an inside team only. So if you're the Minutemen, continue that defensive pressure. Don't have a letdown after yesterday. Don't overlook Clyde. Stay to your, true to your game, and I think they're going to get out of here with a victory. I think you're right. Uh, now, for tonight, I mean, Clyde, we were talking to Coach Hammy last night, or at least I was just before last night's tip-off, uh, and I said, hey, what do you think about tomorrow? And he said, Clyde, they've got shooters everywhere. They do, they're a little, well, I would say a lot more athletic than Clear Fork. They like their home gym a lot. Um, it's a very unique place here at Clyde and Nancy Hanger Gymnasium. So uh, home opener as well. The crowd's pretty good. The Saturday afternoon tip time, I think, kind of hurt the crowd a little bit. Not a very big student section for Clyde. Um, and really not one for Lexington either. But the gym is fairly full. I think the crowd will be good today. Um, what do you think they got to do today outside of maybe hitting a couple threes <laughs> finally? I think, like I said before, just keep true to your game. Defensive pressure, turn offense into defense. You know, last night I think it was an adjustment for everybody, including us calling the games, a new foul procedure with the one-and-one -and, -one and whatnot. I think some of the players didn't realize how many fouls they actually had because you look yep. at the scoreboard, it doesn't go higher than five. So I think that was definitely a factor. So I think they got to be aggressive in defense but try not to be as handsy, and they'll have to see how the refs are calling the game. If they're calling it tight, it might be a long night for Lex, but if it's a little loose, that could fall into their hands pretty well. Let's get you uniforms this afternoon, brought to you by BP Electric of Ohio. Check them out online at bpelectric.com of oh.com the Minutemen for the second night in a row I hope Hammy did the laundry last night <laughs> they're gonna go with those purple road unis the uh, Under Armour the new ones they look nice and the gold letters and numbers a lot of gold trim and stripes and a little bit of white trim as well and then the Minuteman logo on the left knee there and up kind of where they're Last names would be on the back of the jerseys. There's a Minuteman logo there as well. So the Purple Road Unis again for the Minutemen. The Clyde Flyers are going to go with those home white unis. They've got blue letters and numbers, a little bit of uh, gold trim, and their pants, their shorts, they've got some uh, gold and blue stripes, kind of a sort of like a diamond pattern almost, or I don't even know how you'd describe that. Yeah, but It's about right. Uh, pretty cool uniforms for Clyde as well. So the purple on white. And we're just kind of waiting for the in-house pregame festivities to begin. Get you starting lineups for the Minutemen. I don't know if we have them for Clyde yet, but we'll get you those here in just a second. But first for the Minutemen, they'll go with 6'4", senior guard, uh, or senior forward, excuse me, Braden Fogle, who had a pretty quiet night last night. I mean, he, he had a great game, but he just kind of did everything quietly. Racked up some rebounds quietly last night. Uh, in fact, he had six rebounds. He had 12 points last night, and then he had an assist, a steal. Just kind of did a little bit of everything, as always. I mean, you can expect that from Braden. So they'll go with him. 
Uh, Seven Allen, the five foot ten sophomore point guard. They will also go with 5'11 junior Gavin Husty, who also had a pretty quiet night last night and actually didn't play a whole lot. Uh, one of the better shooters on the team. And of course, we keep harping on the fact that Lexington didn't hit a three last night. I think when they start hitting threes, Gavin Husty's going to be a, a lot to do with that. I think, and I, I mentioned this to Derek too a minute ago off the air. I think. When the Minutemen start hitting threes, it is going to be a long day for whoever they're playing because I think they're all going to come out at once, and uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I think once they get hot, it's going to be over quickly against whoever that may be, and hopefully it's today. Rounding out the starting five, uh, six foot eight senior forward Elijah Hudson, and then six foot four sophomore forward Joey Caudell, who had an excellent game last night. Joey ended the game. Uh, last night with 16 points and nine rebounds. So close to a double-double. And that's encouraging to see, too, considering the fact that he's filling in for Baden Forup now, who's off to doing bigger and better things at Capital University. Baden playing lights out early on for Capital. And if you haven't seen or heard anything about how he's doing, I mean, just Google. It's, it's everywhere. <laughs> the kid is just tearing it up down there early in his college career. So happy for Baden, uh, but he left big shoes to fill. And so far, Joey Caudell doing a great job with that. So that's your starting lineup for the Minutemen. We'll have the Clyde starting lineup here in just a moment when we come back. We're gonna let the PA announcer do his thing here. And we'll take one final break before we tip things off from Nancy Hanger Gymnasium. Here at Clyde High School, it's the 1-0 Minutemen and the 0-0 Clyde Flyers on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the life support team. 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call. 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, 
they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Well, that was a little unusual. Some technical difficulties here in the arena, so the crowd broke out (laughs) in song and sang the national anthem. Good stuff. All right, so Derek saw something on the stat sheet from last night that I don't think either one of us really noticed until today, or at least he didn't say anything to me (laughs) until today. Derek? No, I was uh, actually surprised. Jacob Legrand, the new guy over from senior high, actually led the teams in the team in minutes played last night over 22 minutes. So that just tells you how deep this team can probably be when you got your probably sixth or seventh guy leading the team in minutes. So good job for him. So Jacob Legrand with a great game last night too. That's the kind of kid you want to have off the oh, bench. Absolutely. And. Uh, I think he'd start for a lot of teams. In fact, he started as a freshman for senior high. Couple games. Yeah. So, what the Minutemen sort of lack in uh, depth this year, they make up for an experience and talent with the few kids that they do bring off the bench. Although they did bring, they went eight deep last night until the end of the game. So, mm-hmm. one of the one of the challenges Coach Hammy's going to have is sort of developing that depth. That second team, you know what I mean? And the last few years, that's hasn't really been something that he's had to worry about. As they're starting to uh, announce the... Well, they're going to do the cheerleaders and all, so we might be here a minute. <laughs> It's an afternoon game. Not a whole lot going on yet around the state of Ohio basketball-wise this afternoon. There are a bunch of games tonight, as expected, but uh, we've got one of the early games this afternoon. As I uh, try to get the Internet to cooperate with me, it doesn't seem to want to. Underway right now, New London traveled to Wellington. And that game just started, and then here at Clyde. These are the two afternoon games today. A little later on, Marion Harding travels to Madison. Lucas is going to host Mohawk tonight, and Winford will host Monroeville. Then a little later on, sort of the normally scheduled games. After 7 o'clock, Marion Pleasant will host North Union. Mansfield Christian hosts Bucyrus. Um, 
Mansfield Christian dropped their first game last night. Bucyrus won their first game last night. That'll be an interesting matchup. Ontario will head to Crestview this evening. That'll be a really good one. Independence comes to Temple Christian. Colonel Crawford will go to Northmore. That'll be a really good one too, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, Upper Sandusky goes to Tiffin Columbian and Black River will head to Mapleton. So now they are finally announcing the non-starters for the Minutemen. All 10 guys that dress varsity played last night for the Minutemen and all 10 of them scored. You gotta love that. Actually, Latrell Hughes did not score. He was the only one that didn't. Everyone else scored, including Markel Martin and Sam Hudson, who each got their first varsity buckets last night. Derek, uh, we kind of mentioned it a few minutes ago, but sort of a weird crowd. It's an afternoon <laughs> crowd. It is yeah. a pretty full gym, but certainly not as raucous as last night. No, last night was last night was a good crowd. That was awesome. Very loud last night. I mean, it was rocking in there at Clear Fork. A little different this afternoon. And, you know, as a player, as a coach, you always worry if your players are yep. ready to go with an early start like this because it is just different. There's a much different feel in the gym tonight or this evening, this afternoon, <laughs> than there was last night. Now, I mean, especially the fact too, you pretty much dominated. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to like, I don't want to use the word. Yeah, you don't want to like just take, take the, anything for yeah, granted. Yeah, take it for granted. I mean, come out, like I said, in the open, play your game and you should be fine, but yeah. Well, thankfully, too, I think the Minutemen have a lot of kids that like to bring their own energy, and that's so important in an atmosphere like this because although Lex brought a nice little crowd here, it's just kind of – it almost seems like everyone's a little off this afternoon. It's <laughs> not very loud. Yeah, I can't remember the last time Lex had, a, like, a regular season scheduled game in the afternoon. I know they had a tournament last year. Yeah, around Christmas, that was kind of an invitational type thing. But yeah, regular season game, a 2:30 tip. Yeah, it's a, and we're almost at three o'clock. It is a little weird. So of course, Lexington coached by Scott Hamilton, the all-time winningest coach in Lex basketball history. I think on to year 12 now for Coach Hammy. Ryan Fretz will coach the Clyde Flyers today, and they're going to go with. Ben Mott, the 5'6'' senior, running the point. They'll also go with Cedric Messer, the 5'10'' junior forward. And they're also going to go with Braden Olson, a 5'11'' junior. This uh, Clyde Flyers club has seven juniors and only two seniors. They'll also go with the six-foot junior guard, Brennan Wilson. And last but not least, they'll go with 6'3", junior Caden Perkins. So, you know, we kind of had our worries about the Lexington roster being a little bit smaller than last year, but so far they've already taken on two teams now that are much smaller than even the Minutemen. Biggest player on the floor for Clyde, 6'3", Caden Perkins, the junior. 
So here we go. We're finally under, about to get underway anyway. Here at Clyde High School. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Caden Perkins will jump it up against oh, Elijah Hudson, and Perkins wins the tip. And we're underway, and Clyde will bring it right to left as we see it. Ben Watt with it. He gets it far sideline to Brennan Wilson. Wilson on the wing. He's going to drive up top. Now he's stuck with it. He's still stuck. He's got to get it to the far wing over to Messer. Cedric Messer back up top to Ben Mott. Or excuse me, Ben Watt, the 5'6'' senior, over to Messer near wing. And now up top to Olsen. Braden Olsen down the lane, spin move, gets it up off the glass, no good. Good contest by Joey Caudell there and a rebound. Here comes Braden Fogle the other way. Fogle into the lane, spin move, up and under. He gets it to go right past Caden Perkins. And the Minutemen strike first again tonight. Two to nothing. On the other nice end, block. a big block by Elijah Hudson as Brennan Wilson tried to get a layup. Here comes Seven Allen the other way with it. Near wing, down the lane, puts it up off the glass. Short, no good. Rebound Perkins. Perkins to Messer to Watt. Watt over to Cedric Messer. He's going to drive down the lane against Elijah Hudson, and he's blocked by Hudson again. And he gets his rebound, kicks it out. And it's stolen away, actually, by Braden Fogle. He's going to take it far wing, down the floor, underneath to Seven Allen. He loses the ball. Ben Watt comes out with it. Watt the other way on a fast break. He's going to stop and kick it to the corner for three. It's Brennan Wilson short, no good. Rebound falls to Perkins. He goes up. It's blocked again by the Minutemen. Three blocks already. Coming the other way, Gavin Husty loses it. And another turnover. Watt coming back the other way with it. He kicks it near corner. Messer back to Watt. Wide open three. No good. Rebound Joey Caudell. Two-nothing Minutemen. Not even two minutes into the game yet. Here comes Seven Allen. He'll walk it up this time. Minutemen trying to get things under control here. Near wing, Gavin Husty with it. Up top, Elijah Hudson. Far wing, Seven Allen. He's going to skip it. Near wing, Gavin Husty for three. That one's in and out. No good, but we've got a foul on the floor on the rebound, and it's going to be on Braden Fogle on the rebound, so it's coming the other way. I mean, so far, uh, Lex's defensive pressure has been good. Every shot has been contested except for a couple threes, and they already got three blocks. So they just need to settle down a little bit and run their offense. And if you're just tuning in, Lex didn't hit a three last night and so far have not hit one today. On the near end, Ooh. Watt with it up top. Almost a turnover there on the baseline, and they get it back up to Watt. Watt thought about a three, gets it near wing to Messer. Messer driving into the lane, puts up a floater off the glass, no good. Rebound fought for between Perkins and Caudell, and Perkins is going to travel with it as he got the rebound and then went up to shoot it, and Joey Caudell was there to block him. Perkins knew that, and he knew if he shot it, he was going to get blocked, so he just came back down with it and traveled. Two to nothing. Minutemen on top. Far wing. Ball goes to Elijah Hudson into Braden Fogle up off the left side. He left it short, no good off the bottom of the rim, and a rebound Messer. Here comes Watt with it. He's going to take it down the lane, dumps it off, Perkins, and that was blocked by the Minutemen again. Rebound, and putting up another shot was Wilson. That's no good, but another rebound, Perkins. He kicks it out, Messer for three, no good. Rebound, tipped out of bounds, and it's going to stay with Clyde. So a lot going on here on the rebound uh, game between both teams. But so far, Clyde out-rebounding Lex. 
hitting the offensive boards hard, and there's Lexington has them severely outmatched in height. But so far, not making a difference. Swat, a step back three off the inbound, no good. Rebound, Braden Fogle. Fogle bringing it down the floor. He's going to kick it far corner, seven Allen. Allen back into Fogle in the middle of the lane. He goes up with a left hand and in, and we've got a foul. Oh, wow. It was a late call. They are going to count the bucket, and it's going to be an and one for Braden Fogle. He'll head to the line, and he's still sitting down there on the far baseline. He's having some problems with his shoes today. That's the second time he's had to retie them. So Braden gets the shoes tied up. He'll head to the line. 4 nothing minute men. 4.29 to go first quarter. Much lower scoring so far today than last night. The three-point play by Fogle, no good. He missed that one pretty bad. I don't even think it hit the rim. No, Pierre balled it. <laughs> yeah. We can chuckle about it now, but. <laughs> Four-nothing, Minutemen coming the other way. Wilson oh, has it snatched man. right away by seven, Allen. Seven the other way. He's going to lay it up off the glass and in on the left side. Minutemen up six-nothing. Great steal by Seven Allen, just so quick. That wasn't even his guy, and he just kind of reached in on the help defense there and snatched it. Coming the other way, Ben Watt with it for the Flyers. He gets it up top, Braden Olson. Olson skips it over far side to Brennan Wilson. Wilson, he's going to drive towards Watt on the far wing, now into the corner to Wilson. He's going to drive against Braden Fogle, kicks near side, Messer, and up to Watt. Now up to Olsen, top of the three-point line, and Gavin Husty's going to get caught with a reach. Still love Lex's intensity and defense. I mean, you're going to have some of those cheapies that you kind of reach in, and you just got to – him just kind of said, move your feet a little bit, stay a little wide in your stance, but great pressure. Six-nothing minute men. 3.49 to go first quarter. Off the inbound, Watt with it. Up top to Wilson. Wilson, he's going to drive, and he's going to hit a fadeaway in the middle of the lane off the glass. Tough shot there by Brennan Wilson. Clyde on the board, 6-2. Seven Allen the other way. Clyde has been in a zone, by the way, the last few possessions. It's really like a 1-2-2 look almost, right. or a 3-2. Far wing, Dontrell Hughes just checked in. He gets it to Elijah Hudson, back out to Hughes for three. That's an air ball. Rebound Joey Caudell, though, on the backside. He's going to flip it up with a left hand. No good. Rebound and coming the other way and getting fouled is Braden Olson as Dontrell Hughes reached in. And, by the way, Dontrell Hughes came in for Braden Fogle. So, six to two. Minutemen up four. 3-11 to go, first quarter. Walking it up the floor for the Flyers. Ben Watts, I don't think he's going to sit much today. He gets it over to Wilson, who drives it up top. Now back over to the far wing to Watt. Ben Watt, working against Seven Allen, gets it to Cam Shortridge, who just checked in, drives, dumps it off. Nice pass. And also just checking in, Jackson Dashner lays it up and in. A nice play from Shortridge to Dashner there. 6-4 minute Ben. Clyde back into that zone. Minutemen need to hit a three here and loosen this thing up a little bit. Seven Allen near wing. He skips it over to Dontrell Hughes into Elijah Hudson. Little eight-footer, no good. Ball's loose, and it's going to go out of bounds off the Minutemen. 
And with every empty possession here for the Minutemen, this place is getting a little more rowdy, and that student section over there has actually started to fill in a little bit for Clyde. I was just going to say, it seems like Clyde's just slowing the game down, limiting Lexington's possessions in the half court. So they're going to have to get some defense to offense, maybe some fast break points. Clyde with a chance for the lead here on the far wing. It's Braden Olson. He loses it. Gavin Husty going for it. And we're going to have an hey, over and back call. Great pressure there by Gavin Husty as Braden Olson just kind of lost the ball. And then he had to go back over the timeline to pick it up. And Gavin was there, forced the turnover. And it's Minutemen basketball, and they need a bucket here. Clyde on a 4-0 run. Back into that zone, Seven Allen with it. Gets it to Hughes, over to Gavin Husty, far corner. Dumps it into Caudell, up to Dontrell Hughes. A little nice. floater from just inside the free throw line is good. Hughes in the scorebook. Minutemen up eight to four, under two minutes to go first quarter. Ben Watt with it, he hands it off to Shortridge up top. He's gonna get it far sideline, and we're gonna have a carry on Price Carter who just checked in. He's a 5'10 junior, and he turns it over on his first touch of the night. And now we'll have more subs from the Minutemen. Jacob Legrand will come on. He could be a zone buster for the Minutemen. And Latrell Hughes also in the game. So that means Hughes, Hughes squared, I should say. <laughs> Dontrell and Latrell both on the floor with Legrand, uh, Hudson, Elijah Hudson, and Joey Caudell. Elijah Hudson speaking of, he's nice going to pull assist. a little 10-footer in the lane, and that's good, 10-4. to four. The Minutemen do a great job of getting the ball inside against the zone. Coming the other way, Olsen, he's going to pull a three on the near wing. That's way short, no good. Rebound Latrell Hughes. He's coming with it down the near sideline. Skips it up top, Jacob Legrand in the lane. He was fouled as he went up for a floater. And Jacob Legrand will head to the line. Only the second team foul for the Flyers so far this afternoon. He said that was on the floor. Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> I thought he was so shooting. Absolutely he was shooting. They're going to call it on the floor, so this will be Minutemen basketball under their own hoop. Braden Fogel quickly back into the game. He's going to get Elijah Hudson. Ball comes in to Braden, up top to Joey Caudell, to Dontrell Hughes, back over to Latrell Hughes. He's going to get it inside. Braden Fogel, far block. He's going to go up and under, and yeah. they're going to call him for a travel. I thought he, he kind of wanted to go up for a layup there, and then I think Shortridge might have been there and just walled up against him, and Braden kind of got stuck there and dragged his pivot foot. 10 to four, minute men up six, 1.15 to go first quarter. Olsen's gonna bring it up this time, or excuse me, Brennan Wilson. He's gonna get it over to Shortridge, back to Wilson. He's gonna get a screen from Caden Perkins. Olsen's still working, trying to get into the lane. He kicks it out. That's Carter. Carter's gonna pull it from the free throw line. He hits it and gets fouled. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than be good, but good shot there. So Price Carter will head to the line for a chance to cut this down to a three-point game. And Carter misses it in and out, but a rebound. Shortridge puts it up, air ball, no good. A rebound, Braden Fogel. Gets it to Legrand. Jacob Legrand down the floor. He gets it into Joey Caudell. Caudell kicks it out. Legrand, he was open, but yep. it got tipped, and Legrand wasn't able to get a three-pointer off. Now he has it back. Legrand up top. He gets it into Fogel, and an errant pass goes towards the Flyers. Now it's on the floor. Jacob Legrand's on it, and we're going to have a timeout left. Good hustle. Jacob Legrand got on the floor. 
And with 35 seconds left in the first quarter, it is 10 to 6 and a 30-second timeout. Derek, a much different game so far than last night. Yeah, like you've already said in the open, you know, Clyde's just a little bit, nothing to take away from Clear Fork. They're just a just a better team. There's teams with different levels, and yes, their athleticism is a lot better, you know, than Clear Fork was. I think they just need to slow down a little bit, lock in other defense. And like I said, get some easy opportunities. I do like that, you know, like you said, they're looking to get it inside. But I think we need to hit a three to kind of open things yes. up a little bit. Yep, the Minutemen desperate for a three-pointer from anyone here at this point. I mean, now you've almost gone five quarters without a three-pointer. And I know a lot of people don't like the fact that basketball has gone this way, but if you're not hitting threes, you can get away with it in high school for a while when you're as athletic as Lexington. But just in general, if you can't hit threes in today's basketball, it's going to be a long season. We'll see if the Minutemen can bust one right out of the timeout. Dontrell hey, Hughes hits right on one. Cue. Dontrell Hughes with his first three of the season. Minutemen up 13 to 6, 20 seconds to go, first quarter. Watt with it, far sideline to per, uh, excuse me, Wilson. Wilson up top to Shortridge over to Watt. Watt is going to get a screen with five seconds left here. He's going to drive. Watt kicks it near corner. And Carter's going to get into the lane, and he puts it up and in. Price Carter beats the buzzer. And Clyde has kept this game low scoring, and they're right there in it. But the Minutemen do have a 13-8 lead after one on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Elijah Hudson, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Just about set for second quarter action from Nancy Hanger Gymnasium here at Clyde High School. And the Minutemen have a 13-8 lead. Dontrell Hughes finally breaks the seal for the Minutemen on three-pointers. Right? He's, he's actually got five points right now, too. He does. He does. Leading the way, I assume, for the Minutemen. Uh, him and Fogel both have five. So here we go. Start of the second quarter. And the Minutemen will have the basketball to start the second quarter. They'll go left to right as we see it over here behind the home scores table. Latrell Hughes gets it over to Dontrell, back up to Latrell, near corner. Jacob Legrand with it, and he tries to get it back up top. It's stolen away and laying it up and in with a finger roll on the other end. Braden Olson quickly the other way. Caudell down to Fogel, hey. who jams it home with two hands. Good look. What an answer for the Minutemen. They're up 15 to 10, 7.30 to go, second quarter. Watt with it over to Wilson. Now a nice backdoor pass from Messer to Olsen who misses a layup, no good. And they get the offensive rebound though. Ball's up top to Wilson. Brennan Wilson trying to drive against Jacob Legrand into the good lane. Defense. He's got to kick it out, a three is good. 
Brennan Wilson hits that one over on the far, excuse me, Braden Olson hit that one on the far wing. It's 15 to 13, minute men up two. Back down the floor, Braden Fogle, a layup in the lane, no good. Ball is tipped and it's still loose and Fogle's gonna come out of there with it. He's gonna lay it up, oh, the reverse layup shot. is good. Coming the other way for the Flyers. It's Brennan Wilson, skip pass, Messer up top for three. That's no good, rebound tip. Dontrell Hughes has it and he's gonna get fouled from behind. They didn't reset the fouls on the scoreboard here. We'll see if they do that now. That was the first foul of the quarter. Well, now they've got it at six. That's not correct. They're playing by the old rules here. That <laughs> could get interesting, actually. Oh, yeah, he should be shooting. Somebody's going no, 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 to have to step in. No, 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 because it's one. That's yeah, one It should foul. be only yeah. one foul. It says there's six. Minute men basketball up four. Dontrell Hughes brings it near wing, down the lane, dumps it off. Elijah Hudson goes up, and he had it stripped, and... Stumbling out of bounds with the ball is Braden Olson, so it'll stay with the Minutemen. He stripped it away from Elijah Hudson and grabbed it, but then he kind of stumbled out of bounds. So, Seven Allen will inbound on the baseline to Elijah Hudson. He's going to pull up a long nice two. Shot. He hit it top of the three-point line just inside the arc. And Elijah Hudson in the scorebook, 19-13 Minutemen. 6.15 to go, second quarter. And now trying to answer again, Braden Olson three, no good. Rebound Elijah Hudson. Elijah the other way. He's going to kick it out, far corner. Dontrell Hughes for three. That one's long, no good. Rebound falls to Wilson. He's going to get it to Ben Watt, who kicks it up ahead, and it's stolen away. Gavin Husty, he's going to throw it ahead to Seven Allen. Allen down the lane. He's going to flip it up off the glass and in. Minutemen with their biggest lead of the day. Eight points and a timeout, Clyde. And it's going to be a full timeout. We'll take one with them. 5.52 to go, second quarter, 21-13. Minutemen on top on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. This is Gavin Husty, and you're listening to Minuteman Basketball on fearthevillage.com. 21-13, a full timeout by Clyde. And that now is the biggest lead of the afternoon for the Minutemen of eight points. And Derek just mentioning to me there during the break, the pace has picked up a little bit. And that's usually going to favor the Minutemen. See if they can keep it up here. Out of the timeout, Clyde will have it. They're going to have to go the length of the floor here. Minutemen not pressuring as much today yet. Down the floor, Ben Watt has it. He's going to drive baseline Mm. against Seven Allen, and he's fouled. That'll be the first team foul of the quarter for the Minutemen. Each team with just one foul here in the quarter. First foul on Seven Allen. On the inbound, Seven Allen steals it. He gets it ahead. Braden Fogle, he's going to jam it with a left hand and a foul. 
I mean, the finish was amazing, but the pass was even better. My goodness. Seven Allen to Braden Fogle. Get used to that. And the Minutemen with their first double-digit lead of the night, 23-13. Free throw for Fogle is <laughs> no good. Rebound is going to fall. Out of bounds off of Lex, off of Elijah Hudson. It'll be Clyde basketball. 23-13. Minutemen on top, 5.37 to go second quarter. Ben Watt with it. He's working against Seven Allen. He gets it across the timeline. Watt thought about a step back three, and he'll get it over to Wilson. Wilson driving down the lane. He puts up a little floating finger roll almost, and he missed it. And on the rebound, Wilson was laying on the baseline, and the ball hit him, and that's out of bounds. Joey Caudell back into the game for the Minutemen. Dontrell Hughes will sit down, and Dontrell with a great yep. first half off the bench so far. Minutemen up 10. Seven Allen with the basketball working against this zone. Gets it near wing. Gavin Husty, a great look at a Let's three, go. and he hits it. Gavin Husty. He hits his first three of the season. Minutemen up 13. Five minutes to go. Second quarter. Shortridge on the other end. Nice end of the lane. Gets it over Elijah Hudson. Seven Allen the other way now for the Minutemen. Working against the zone. He gets it far wing. Gavin Husty up top. Seven Allen. He's going to pull a three. Seven Allen, no good. Rebound Elijah Hudson. He's going to get into the lane. Dumps it off to Joey Caudell on the near block. Caudell baseline, and he tried to skip it out to nobody, actually. And <laughs> thankfully for yes. him, it was tipped out of bounds by Brennan Wilson. Actually, no, that was Jackson Dashner who just checked back in. So Joey Caudell got bailed out there. The Minutemen will take it. Off the inbound, Elijah Hudson for three. That's long, no good. Rebound, Braden Fogle on the backside. He's got it near corner. Into Elijah Hudson. Puts nice. up a little 12-footer. It's good. And Elijah Hudson having a good game so far. On the other end, Dashner for three. That's an air ball. Long, Joey caught L rebound. Minutemen up 13, coming the other way. Seven Allen down the lane, in the lane. Scoop shot that is one. good, and a foul. Seven Allen extends this lead to 15, and just a, two minutes ago, Derek, this was a five-point game. Now it's a 15-point game. Maybe they woke up a little bit from the long bus ride. So Seven Allen will head to the line. He now has six looking for seven. So seven, free throw is good. Seven has seven, 31-15, Minutemen biggest lead of the afternoon. 4.15 to go, second quarter. Brennan Wilson with the basketball working against Seven Allen. He's going to take it to the far wing. Wilson, he's going to drive baseline now, and he actually gets the baseline, but he kicks it up top. Olsen for a deep three. That one's no good. Rebound, Joey nice Caudell. He gets it to Braden Fogle. The Minutemen coming down the floor. Elijah Hudson near corner. He spins into the lane. He's going to put it up over the defender. No good. Rebound to Cam Shortridge. He turns over the outlet pass, and Braden Fogle steals and lays it in. Minutemen up 18. By my records, he's got 12 points. So the first Minuteman into double figures for the uh, Braden Fogle. And on the other end, Price Carter, who just mm. checked back in. He's going to yeah. travel with it as he got stuck. 
He wanted the three-pointer, yep. realized it wasn't open, so he tried to drive to the near wing, and as soon as he drove and looked to pass, the pass wasn't there, and he took an extra step. Yeah, and Seven Allen hedged that and was in perfect position. He would have picked that off if he tried to pass it. Cam Shortridge sits down, and Cedric Messer back in for the Flyers. They're going to stay in this zone. Seven Allen with it. He's going to get it near wing. Gavin Husty thought about a three. Now he'll drive and kick to Seven Allen up top. Back to Husty. He's going to launch a deep three. That one's in and out. No good. Rebound tipped. And it's going to be Elijah Hudson coming over the back. Easy call. So 3.09 to go. Second quarter. Minutemen up 33-15. Ben Watt back into the game for the Flyers. He'll work it up the floor against Seven Allen. He's going to pass it to the far wing to Wilson. Over into the corner to Messer. Messer drives against Elijah Hudson, and he's blocked at the rim. Elijah Hudson with another block coming the other way. Seven Allen with it. He's looking underneath. A nice pass to Joey Caudell, who flips it up and in. Minute man up 20. Great pass by Seven Allen. And he commits the foul, coming back down the other way. I think that's his second. So Latrell Hughes will come back in for seven, Allen. Seven sits down with seven points. Oh, actually, that oh, no, that's his second foul. So 2.41 to go, second quarter, 35-15, Minutemen up 20. Benoit come, uh, goes into the backcourt to get the ball. Watt will work it up against Latrell Hughes this time. Over far wing to Wilson. Wilson working into the lane against Braden Fogle. He kicks it out, far corner, and it was tipped out of bounds. Barely. By Elijah Hudson. It'll stay with Clyde. Jacob Legrand back in for Gavin Husty. And Dontrell Hughes back in for Braden Fogle. Carter Price will inbound on the far sideline for Clyde. And on the inbound, the ball was tipped, but we're going to get a foul on Jacob Legrand. So that is the fourth team foul for the Minutemen in the quarter. Not sure Clyde got the memo on the new foul rules. (laughs) Scoreboard is still wrong. Technically, Clyde should be in the bonus. I'll tell you what, though. Joe is making it hard for them to inbound right now. I mean... And they do get it in. Ben Watt right at midcourt. He almost went over and back with it. He's going to take it baseline. Watt skips it near corner. Olsen up top to Messer. Messer back to Olsen. A deep three on the near wing is good. Good shot. Man, Braden Olsen can shoot the basketball. That was great defense. He just made the shot. 35-18. Just over two minutes to go here in the first half. Minutemen on top. Far corner. Jacob Legrand. Three is good. And his first three of the season. Minutemen back up 20 on the near end. Olsen another three. So Olsen now with four threes. Minutemen up 17. Dontrell Hughes with it. Underneath great pass to Joey Caudell, who is cutting towards the hoop. And he finishes on the right side with a foul. He'll head to the line. A stat that I didn't look at last night that I meant to that I'm going to definitely look at halftime is the assists. I mean, Lexington had great – I mean, you got the sheet in front of you, but they're already passing the ball extremely well this game again. Yeah, they had 15 assists last night. Wow. On 34 made field goals. Pretty good. The free throw for Caudell, no good. Carter Price rebounds, gets it 
to Wilson. Brennan Wilson the other way into the corner to Cam Shortridge, and the pass was tipped, but then Shortridge tried to catch it, and it went off of him out of bounds. If he would have let it go, that would have been off of Lex, but I think just an instinct there to try to reach for the ball, and Shortridge couldn't come up with it. So it'll be minute man basketball up by 19, 40 to 21. Elijah Hudson has it on the near wing. 1.30 to go first half. Hudson up top now, hands it off to Latrell Hughes. Down the lane, nice dump off. Joey Caudell reverse oh, layup is no good. good. It just comes off the rim. The outlet pass to Brennan Wilson is going to be loose now, and Elijah Hudson picks it up hey. and hits the three in transition. <laughs> it's raining. And on the inbound, Latrell Hughes almost comes up with a steal. And he tipped it out of bounds. 43-21, minute men up, 22 right now. 1-10 to go in the first half. Four threes this half. Ball comes in to Ben Watt. Watt bringing it up for the Flyers against Dontrell Hughes. He brings it near wing up top now to Olsen. Olsen having a heck of a day. He's going to get to the elbow and shoot a fadeaway. No good. Rebound, Dontrell Hughes. He saves it from going out of bounds to Elijah Hudson. Elijah the other way on the near wing. He's driving baseline, and he'll be shooting. He's going to be fouled by Braden Wilson, and he should be shooting. Should be shooting. <laughs> the scoreboard is not correct. I'm sure the scores table, though, has things correct. And Elijah Hudson will head to the line for two shots. Elijah with seven so far in the game. He's got a chance to get close to double figures here, but he misses the first. So Elijah Hudson, 0 for 4 starting the season from the line. He got fouled shooting a three-pointer last night, missed all three, and now, <laughs> now he missed this one. He'll come around, though, one yeah. of the better shooters on the team. There and he is. hits this one. So Elijah now with eight points, 45 seconds to go, second quarter, and mm, on the inbound, feet. the full court Move pressure there. Jamie didn't Legrand. like to see that one. Legrand will commit the foul, so now Clyde will head to the line. It's going to be Cam Shortridge. Those are the type of fouls that probably drive a coach crazy. I mean, you're up big, you like the intensity, but just move your feet a little bit. First free throw for Shortridge, no good. Pounces everywhere but in. Second one is good. 44-22, quickly oh, the other out. way, off the inbound, Elijah Hudson, he's gonna lay it hey, up and in. Should have been in one. Man, he took off right as the free throw he now went has, in. He now has 10. And the Minutemen trying to get a steal on this pressure. Shortridge has it now in the near corner. They're double teaming. It's Olsen back to Shortridge for three in the near corner. That one's in and out. Rebound, though, falls to Wilson. Brennan Wilson takes it out far wing. Wilson driving against Legrand. And he kicks it to Carter Price. Price drives and kicks out the Watt. Defense. Great out defense. Out near mid-court. Ten seconds left in the half. Watt trying to work against Dontrell Hughes. He had to pick it up. Gets it to Wilson. Brennan Wilson up top to Watt. Three seconds left. He pulls from the volleyball Jeez. line and hits it. I mean, <laughs> what do you do there? That was just a great shot. Good way to end the half for Clyde, although they did not have a good second quarter. The Minutemen just dominated the second quarter there. And they lead it at the half, 46-25. When we come back, we'll have full first half stats. Not much to report really scores-wise 
around North Central Ohio. There's just not a lot going on yet, but we do have a full slate of games coming up tonight, so maybe we'll uh, get you what's on the schedule around the area tonight. It is 46-25, Minutemen lead by 21 at halftime here at Clyde on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house, don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Halftime here at Clyde High School inside of Nancy Hanger Gymnasium, about an hour Northwest of Lexington. And uh, Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier, back here with you on the BP Electric Halftime Show. A pretty fun first half, all things considered. And here's something, Derek, that might actually blow your mind a little bit. 
The Minutemen have more points than they did at halftime last night, even though, even though they had what? At, at the end of the first quarter, they only first had. First quarter was 13 to 8. 13. They, that second quarter was 33 to 17. So that just shows huh. you how quick the Minutemen. Now, now, I have noticed last night and tonight, it's early. It's only the second game, and we're only at halftime. But this team comes and goes in streaks. Last night, they had 45 at halftime and then came out in the third quarter and only scored 16. Right. They scored 23 points in the first quarter, 22 in the second, then dropped off a little bit. Tonight, or this afternoon, they started the game, like Derek said, with 13 in the first quarter and then 33 in the second quarter, and it was just an offensive domination in the second quarter, and they did it every which way. They hit threes, got a couple dunks, got to the free throw line. So uh, the Minutemen, they might be a little streaky this year, but, boy, when they're on – 33 points in a quarter of a high school game is a lot of points. It is. Uh, so, anyway, with that, Derek has all the halftime stats. Derek, go ahead. Take it away. So, leading the way in points, uh, Braden Fogel with 14, and he's got five rebounds. Uh, next up is Elijah Hudson. He's got 12, three boards. After that, you got a couple guys, Seven Allen with five points, Dontrell Hughes with five. Um, Gavin Husty with three, Jacob Legrand with three, and then Joe Caudill with four. Um, so, yeah, they're shooting 58% from the field. Um, Three-point goals, 40%, 4-10, so they kind of broke the seal there. Free throws a little bit. They're only two of six at 33%. That could kind of come back to haunt them a little bit if the games are tight. But, yeah, overall, really good half uh, offensively and defensively for the Minutemen. For the Clyde, leading the way, Braden Olson. Um, 11 points. He's three of six from three-point range, so having a good night shooting the ball. Next up, you got Price Carter with four, Ben Watt with three, Cam Shortridge with three, and then Brennan Wilson also with two. Uh, total rebounds is that actually the Minutemen are getting out rebounded right now, 18 to 20. And I think you pointed out in the first quarter that uh, Clyde really got on the offensive glass big time. But um, yeah, they're shooting. Uh, 33%. So Lex's defense is holding them well under, you know, 40, 50%. And then Lex is shooting 58%. So kind of got the offense going that second quarter. A lot of runouts, some threes. That kind of opens up some things. So overall, pretty good half for Lex. Well, what's funny, too, is the Minutemen, when they finally did start hitting threes, it seemed like everybody was hitting and one. You said that. You said yeah. that. Once, once they saw that someone can make one, they're like, hey, I can try that, too. But, yeah. I agree with you. I think once they start hitting, and that's just going to open stuff on the inside because yeah. then you've got to really guard the line. I mean, Clearfort really didn't have to guard the line, but they couldn't stop him inside either. But, uh, yeah, that's just going to open some stuff um, up. The Minutemen have done such a good job the last two days of getting the ball inside really effortlessly, honestly. I mean, they finished at the rim not just on drives, but they get it into Caudell. They get it into Elijah Hudson and Braden, and especially against this zone. That right. They look to get it inside first, and that's the sign of a very mature team, I think, instead of just having a team that wants to sit out there and jack up threes. Now, don't get me wrong, you got to shoot. Um, right. But they really do look to get the ball inside first, and that's obviously that's going to pay off. It already has because once they get the ball inside, everything outside is open. And I mean, yeah, not to cut you off, but how many assists did they have yesterday? What would you say, 15? 15 They've on 34. They've already got 14 assists wow. in the first half. 14 assists on 20 makes. Unbelievable. On the other side, you know, Clyde, who's 
trying to rely on that three-point shot. They only have three assists on 10 makes. So huh. turnovers four for the Miniman, 12 for Clyde. So definitely defense is Lex's calling card right now, and that's turning into offense. And like you said, once they start hitting threes, that's going to open the floodgates. Absolutely. We're about just under three minutes away from the second half here at Clyde. The Minutemen lead it, 46-25. BP Electric, OH, uh, BP Electric of OH, halftime show. And we'll take a quick break. We'll be ready for the second half here at Clyde on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. We are just about one minute away from second half action here at Clyde High School, where... The Minutemen hold a 21-point halftime lead. Both teams taking their benches and huddling up. And we'll be underway in just a moment. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Thank you for joining us here on a Saturday afternoon, which surprisingly, the Minutemen, this is not their only afternoon Saturday game this year. Here in a few weeks, they'll actually go out to play in the Bob Knight Classic at Orville, and they'll take on Wadsworth. For some reason, I think Orville's on our schedule, too. Maybe not. I believe Gehanna Lincoln is. We've got some odd uh, non-conference games this year, but the, uh, the one out at Orville against Wadsworth, that's a uh, 2.30 game as well on a Saturday. Second half action here on fearthevillage.com. Clyde will go left to right as we see it. Ben Watt will bring it up. 
And get it to Brennan Olsen. Minutemen with a 21-point lead. On the near wing, a fadeaway is nice good. Shot. What a shot by Braden Olson. This kid is yeah, he's having on a great fire. Game. So here we go, Minutemen will work against this zone for the first time in the second half. Elijah Hudson right in front of us in the corner. Gets it out, Gavin Husty, a deep three oh. is good for Gavin. And the Minutemen get that lead back out to 22. Good answer there for the Minutemen. His second three of the night for Husty. Olsen on the other end, he drives, kicks it out. Wilson's got it, and he's stuck in the corner, and he threw it off of Joey Caudell. I think he saved it before. He did. He saved it, and then Joey Caudell was trying to catch it, and his right foot was on the sideline. And it's out of bounds off Lex, but now Clyde has to inbound deep down there in the corner. And they'll get it in. Up top, Olsen with it, and he's going to be fouled by Gavin Husty, who just kind of reached in there. It's his second. Trying to poke the ball away. And first foul of the second half for either team. Ball comes into Ben Watt. He's going to drive down the near side. Nice right take. past Seven Allen, and he got it up over Joey Caudell. So Ben Watt now. He's had a quiet night, but he's handled the ball well for Clyde. He's on the board here in the second half. On the other end, Joey Caudell takes a nice feed from Braden Fogle, and that's how they're going to continue to bust this zone. I mean, layup after layup for the Minutemen, 51-29. And Ben Watt now trying to make it two trips down the floor in a row with a score. He missed a three there. Rebound Caudell, and Braden Fogle will bring it up the near sideline. He's on the near wing. Fogel, crossover, down the lane, reverse layup is good. Wow. Effortless for Braden. Minutemen with their biggest lead of the night of 24. Watt with it, gets it over to Messer. Cedric Messer gets it up top to Wilson, working against Elijah Hudson. Elijah is going to almost block that layup there, and they're going to call a goaltend yeah. because trying to block it, Elijah Hudson slapped the backboard there. How many blocks does Elijah have, by the way? Uh, I think he racked up three here. or four there in the first half. Is the stat sheet in Spanish? <laughs> There's a lot on here, sir. There is a lot. I think three. three. Okay, three blocks for Elijah Hudson, who pulls a three on the near wing. Nice rebound. He missed it, but a rebound, Gavin Husty. And on the rebound, Braden Olsen was able to wrestle it away from him, and as he was falling out of bounds, threw it off of Gavin. And Clyde will have the possession. Coming up the floor with it, Ben Watt. Lex up 22. Olsen with it. Gets it near wing to Wilson. Wilson going to pull a deep three over Braden Fogel, and that almost missed everything. And a rebound, Joey Caudell. Gets it to Gavin Husty. He's going to stop and pop and transition for three. It's way short, but a rebound by Braden Fogel down here in the near corner. He drives baseline. Fogel with a floater, no good. Rebound, oh, Gavin nice. Husty back up with it and in. On the left side, Husty did that last night once, too. A little rebound and finish. 55-31, Cedric Messer, he's going to pump fake, gets into the lane, throws up a floater, short, no good. Rebound out of bounds off of Messer, who was going for the offensive board, and he tipped it out of bounds. Minutemen up 24, 5-17 to go third quarter. Plus he's got five in the second half already. And I was wrong. 
Elijah has four blocks. You are correct, sir. <laughs> Joey Caudell with it. Short corner in front of us. Skip pass up top to Husty. 2-7. Allen for three straight on. No good. Rebound Gavin Husty. He's going to dump it off. Nice Joey pass. Caudell with a layup underneath. What a pass. Gavin Husty with a little pump fake and then a dump off. And the Minutemen continue to grow this lead up to 26 now. Watt with the basketball. He gets it to Messer. Over far corner to Olsen. And I'll tell you what, last night Grant Spencer went off. Tonight, Olsen going off, and he's going to get fouled by, I think, Gavin Husty again. Yeah, that's his third. But how about that, Derek? It's sort of weird how kids sometimes get up for these big games, even when they're on an inferior team. Mm-hmm. And like last night, Grant Spencer balled out against the Minutemen. Did everything for yeah, the team. Yeah, he did. Tonight, it's not as extreme, but Brayden Olsen having a great game. I mean, he's got a chance to put up some huge points, but he is getting a little more help than last night for Spencer. And on the inbound, Seven Allen almost had the steal and layup, but he lost it out of bounds. It'll stay with Clyde, but they'll have to go the full length of the floor here. Ball comes in, and we've got a foul on Brayden Fogle. Nope, on Latrell Hughes, who yeah. just came in. So that's three fouls already in this quarter for Lex, so they got to be careful. Two more, and they'll be shooting for probably at least two, three minutes. So again, Clyde going to have to go the full length of the floor against this Lex press. Cam Shortridge with it, working against Dontrell Hughes. He brings it up the near sideline. Shortridge into the lane, and a pass was tipped, but they're going to say Lex fouled on the tipped pass, and I think it's Caudell. So what we kind of talked about in the open, see how the refs are calling. First half, they kind of let them play a little bit. Second half so far, a little bit tighter, and uh, Clyde's re- you know, reaping the benefits right now. They're actually going to call that on Latrell Hughes. That's his third quickly oh, here. Huh. I thought it was on Caudell. I didn't see Latrell even near the play. Off the inbound, a missed layup by Caden Perkins, and a rebound, Joey Caudell. Minutemen up 26, 4.20 to go, third quarter. Latrell Hughes with it, working against this Clyde zone. Latrell gets a screen from Joey Caudell. He's going to kick it far wing. Seven Allen, he's going to drive into the lane, puts it up. No good. He was fouled. And they're going to get Cam Shortridge with the foul, and Seven Allen will head to the line for two, and that's the fourth foul. Or excuse me, no, that's the first mm-hmm. foul for Clyde here in the second half. Lex has four. So Clyde in the bonus the rest of the quarter. That could, that could get him back in the game a little bit. Well, that's what kept Clear Fork around quite a bit last night for a couple quarters at least was the foul situation. First free throw for seven, Allen is good. So look at this lineup right now. All sophomores for Lex, five sophomores out there. So. Five sophomores and five kids that can score and handle the ball. Right. Second free throw for Seven Allen is good. And Ben Watt will take the inbound. He's got to bring it up against the double team of Fogle and Allen. He gets it across midcourt. Cam Shortridge with it now in the near wing. Up top, Olsen. Olsen working against Latrell Hughes. He dumps it off into the short corner. A jumper is no good. And that was Dashner, and on the rebound, the ball was tipped out of bounds by Clyde. What a dish there by Olsen. That was a nice pass. Braden Olsen just feeling it today. 
but couldn't come up with a bucket there. Minutemen basketball, seven Allen across the timeline. On the near sideline, up top to Braden Fogle. He's going to spin and go down the lane. He tried to hammer it home and missed it. Rebound Braden, or excuse me, Joey Caudell. He gets it to Hughes. Up top to Allen. Back to Dontrell Hughes for three. No good. Rebound again. Caudell, and it was tipped out of his hands and out of bounds. And it'll stay with Lex. And how about Joey Caudell on the boards today? I was just going to say, he's always in position. He's got his backside on a player. Goes straight. I mean, Great, you know, box out every time. He had nine rebounds last night. Seven Allen off the inbound. He's going to pull from the far elbow. It's no good, but he was fouled on the shot, and he just made two free throws, and he's going to go right back to the line for two more. 59-31, Lex on top. 3.24 to go, third quarter. Seven, first free throw. This one's no good. Second one for Allen is good. So he's three for four from the line this afternoon. Jacob Legrand will come in for seven. 3.24 to go. Third quarter, 60 to 31 now. Minutemen on top. Ben Watt will bring it up the far sideline. Up top to Cam Shortridge. Over to Olsen, a deep three for Olsen. He hits another one. <laughs> Man, that kid is having a game. 60 to 34, Legrand with it. He's gonna cross the timeline for the Minutemen. Right down here in front of us, skips it over to Latrell Hughes. Hughes backs it out near midcourt, he'll set things up. Latrell drives down the lane, little scoop layup, no good, but he was fouled and Latrell Hughes will go to the line for his first chance to score this year. Great take there. So Latrell will step up to the line. His first free throw, in and out. Man, that thing rattled all the way around the rim. No good. So far, if you could pick one thing, the Minutemen have yep, not throws. done well yeah. early this year so far. It's free throws. And the there second free throw is good for Latrell. But it's been really a team thing, too. It's yeah, not just one yeah, kid. Exactly. So here we go, 61-34. Cam Shortridge with it. He's going to hand it off to Olsen. A deep three from the volleyball line. It's good. It rattles in. That wow. kid is unconscious. Man. 61-37, Latrell Hughes with it. He's going to get it to Braden Fogle on the near elbow. He's going to go down the lane. Layup no good. Rebound. Joey Caudell's going to get fouled on the rebound. Another rebound for Joey. And he'll head to the line for two. Man. I'll tell you what, he's not the same player as Braden or uh, Baden Forup. But Joey Caudell, rebounding wise, there is no drop off no, for them at not. <laughs> and if they ran the offense through him like they did with Forup, he probably would score double digits, no problem every night. First free throw was good for Joey. Second one short, no good. Rebound, Braden Fogle. Fogle's going to go right and back one. up with it and one, and he is going to go back to the line for the third time tonight. 
And Fogel now just adding more and more onto his total. 18 points right now. So it's only the second game of the year, but Braden Fogel with his season high. Trying to set that mark as high as he can. Missed the free throw, and he gets his own rebound. He's going to lay it up. No good. Rebound. Tipped around, and Shortridge has it. Careful. And now he's stuck. He doesn't have anybody to go to. Now he gets it to Olsen, up to Watt. Watt back to Shortridge. A wide open three in transition. It's good. Yeah, that was good. That was good offense there. And you know what, Derek? A timeout, full timeout for Clyde. I've got a point here. I'll make it when we come back. It's 64 to 40. Lex on top, 204 to go third quarter on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Joe Caudill. You're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. A full timeout for Clyde. With 2.04 to go third quarter, Minutemen up by 24, 64-40. And Clyde... Seems like they've almost gotten to the point now where if they're not hitting a three, they're not scoring. They had four threes at a half. I think they may have four threes this quarter. Most of them from Olsen, but Shortridge just hit one. And so that means almost half their points have come from three-point range. I mean, yeah, first half they had ten total field goals. Four of them were three-pointers, so you're right. They're, they're having a hard way to go inside, so they're taking what – you know, the defense has given them, and right now it's a three. And a lot of them have been contested threes. They've just been making, except for the short yes. ridge one there that was wide open. But, you know, Olsen, he's hitting them with people in his face. So, I mean, they are contesting. They're just making shots. And Coach Hammy said this that was going to be the challenge against Clyde was they're a good shooting team. Minutemen basketball out of the timeout. Jacob Legrand will run things for the Minutemen this time up. He takes it far wing, and he's going to stop and pop and pull a three, oh. and it's in and out. That thing rolled around the rim three times and came off, and we've got a foul on Braden Fogle on the rebound. He's going to be shooting. And you're right, Derek. That'll be free throws for Clyde, and Braden had to look around. He thought he got fouled. That's his second. When he realized it was on him, he had a look of disbelief. <laughs> I kind of did too, honestly. How about that three, though, from Legrand? That thing went around three times around the rim. But, I mean, he must have the green light because, I mean, yes. he just came down and pulled up and first free throws missed. But, yep. yeah, that's just, again, we keep talking about, yeah, we don't have the depth, but maybe the depth we have, you know, is good. I mean. Second free throw for Shortridge, good. So he splits the pair. Cedric Messer comes back in for Clyde. And Gavin Husty comes back in for the Minutemen. On the inbound, ball is going to be tipped out of bounds. So the Minutemen having trouble getting it in. And Clyde will earn a possession here as they got a turnover off that inbound. The ball went out of bounds off the Minutemen. Minutemen up 23. 
And ball comes in and it's loose in the backcourt. Elijah Hudson's got it. He's going to bring it down the floor and get the layup off. He didn't make it, but he got fouled. And Elijah Hudson back to the line. And this is what you want to see for Elijah. Just keep getting him back to the line until he can get a little bit of a rhythm. One of these times, though, Derek, he's going to steal that and just have a thunderous dunk. There it is. And Elijah now two for six on the year from the line. I mean, yeah, he's 6'8", but he's really a guard in a center's body. Yep. Second free throw, good. Good stroke there. Elijah Hudson started the season 0 for 5 from the line. Now he's made his last three. And the Minutemen up 25. Messer with it, gets it out to Ben Watt. Watt back out to Messer. Messer driving into the lane against Elijah Hudson. Might have been tipped, and on the rebound, Jackson Dashner is going to put it back up and in. Gavin Husty will bring it up for the Minutemen this time. Gets it near wing, and he's going to drive baseline, and he loses it out of bounds. It was tipped off of the leg of Braden Olson, so the Minutemen will inbound on their own baseline. And Latrell Hughes will inbound. Latrell looking for Braden Fogle underneath, gets it up off the glass and in, and he now has 20 points. And the Minutemen up 25, 115 to go, third quarter. Cross court just checking in. Price Carter with it, back over to Ben Watt. Watt trying to, well, he thought about a step back three but couldn't get it off. Now Olsen has it up near the volleyball line. He's already made one from there <laughs> this afternoon. Now Price Carter with it. Carter out to Olsen. Olsen working against Latrell Hughes, loses the ball but gets it back on the far wing. In the corner, he has it tipped and stolen by Hughes. Ahead to Dontrell Hughes. He's going to go up and lay it in, Dontrell Hughes. I think Braden wanted the alley-oop there. <laughs> But Dontrell took it, laid it in, 70-43. Minutemen up 27. 35 seconds left, third quarter. Price Carter with it. He's got a wide open look from three. No good off the backboard. Rebound Latrell Hughes. Latrell will walk it up here. Minutemen might hold for the last shot here. 20 seconds to go in the third quarter. We'll see. And they look like they're holding. Elijah Hudson with it now, top of the three-point line. Gets it over to Dontrell Hughes. Back to Elijah Hudson. Cutting towards the hoop. He's fouled. On the shot by Olsen. And again, Elijah Hudson back to the line. He got popped in the nose there, I think, on that shot. Tell you what, Derek, Elijah has been such a good shooter over the years, but he's playing more aggressive this year than I've seen him. I mean, I already said it. He's 6'8". You're not going to find many 6'8 guys. And he's, he's, he's got length, he's got a little bit of speed, like he's a hybrid center. And he hits the first free throw, so <laughs> now he's like the hottest free throw shooter in America. <laughs> he's made four in a row. He's got one more coming. And it's good. Minutemen up 29 now. Messer gets it into Price Carter. Price working against Gavin Husty over the timeline. Uh, Watt back to Carter. Now Watt, a deep three at the buzzer. Nice. is hard off the back of the rim. No good. And a good third quarter for the Minutemen. And they almost put up another 30 spot there in that quarter. 
And on this pace, they may hit 100. <laughs> we're, we're just hoping for that all year. 72-43, Minutemen up at the end of the third on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Elijah Hudson, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. And speaking of Elijah Hudson, he's got 18 now. Braden Fogle leads the way, though, for the Minutemen with 20. Another pretty balanced scoring game for the Minutemen this afternoon outside of Fogle and Elijah. Everyone else kind of in that 5 to 10 point range. Everybody's contributed again today. Just about set to start the fourth quarter. The Minutemen will come out with seven Allen, Elijah Hudson, Gavin Husty, Joey Caudell, and I think Latrell, Latrell Hughes, maybe. although. Maybe not. Nope. And it will be. Yep. I think Latrell doesn't even know. He's looking around like, <laughs> like am, am I in? Coach, am I in? Am I in? <laughs> and he is, so Latrell will be in. Men and men will start the fourth quarter with the basketball and a 29-point lead. Seven Allen with it, and he'll walk it up the far sideline over the timeline. He's going to bring it to the near wing. Seven. Working against Cedric Messer into the lane. Seven. Flips it up and in. What a wow. shot. Just lulled him to sleep. And just an underhand scoop shot. He got it past Messer and in 74-43. On the other end, Watt with it for the Flyers. He's got to kick it up top to Price Carter. Back to Watt on the far wing. Watt, the shortest player on the court against the tallest <laughs> player on the court, Elijah Hudson. Over to Messer, down the lane, up off the glass, and in against Seven Allen. And quickly the other way, Elijah Hudson down the lane, lays it up, no good, and he'll go back to the line after a foul. You said it, more aggressive. Usually that would have been a jump shot from the corner. But he kind of took a you know pump fake, saw the lane open up, and was aggressive. So after starting the season 0 for 5 from the line, Elijah Hudson's now made six in a row from the line. So his percentage quickly getting back up to where we're used to it being. He now has 19 on the night, looking to be the second minute man with 20, and he missed the second one. Rebound, Caudell, and he flips it up and in. If the Minutemen miss a shot, I don't even have to tell you what's happening. It's going to be Caudell getting the rebound. And Joe's now in double figures in. and seven in double figures. On the ensuing possession here, a turnover. Joey Caudell, he's going to flip oh. it to seven. Allen, Allen lays it up and in. Unselfish play there by Joe. So now a steal and an assist there for Caudell. He's just stuffing the stat sheet again. 79-45, Minutemen on top by 34. And on the other end, Messer is blocked by Elijah Hudson. That's his fifth block of the night. Gavin Husty with it. Husty gives it to Latrell Hughes up near midcourt. Far wing to Elijah Hudson. Elijah 
trying to hit a step back jumper there. He got fouled, and they're going to say he traveled with it, which technically he did, but he was absolutely fouled. Yeah. Cedric Messer bit on the pump fake and jumped into Elijah Hudson, which made him lose his balance, and they called a travel instead of a foul. Yeah, and I kind of looked at the ref. Well, the referee, I think, was just telling Elijah that he purposefully avoided the contact, and that's what made him travel. I'm not sure about that one. Watt on the other end, a deep three. That one's good for Clyde. 79-48, six minutes to go in the game. Minute men, let's get to 100, boys. Seven Allen down the floor. He lays it up no good. Rebound Price Carter. Carter ahead to Watt. Ben Watt with it, near corner, thought about a three, and now he's stuck after he dribbled. Price Carter has it, now back out to Watt, another three, and it's good. Back-to-back threes for Ben Watt. Somebody lost a shoe, and it was Ben Watt, so you might want to go right at him. Get the ball to Seven Allen. Latrell Hughes with it, near midcourt. He's going to drive and kick to Gavin Husty into the near corner. Elijah Hudson, he's going to pull a three. That one is no good. Rebound, Caudill back up with a left hand and in. And we've got just a quick timeout so Watt can get his shoe back on. 81-51, Caudill, if he doesn't have a double-double, I don't know what a double-double is. He's got nine points in the second half already. He was one rebound away from a double-double last night, and he has – had a way, way, not that he had a bad night last right. night, but an even way better afternoon today. He had five rebounds at halftime, so I'm pretty sure he's a double-double. 81-51, Clyde with the basketball. Price Carter with it near wing, and he was trying to hit a cutting Braden Olson, who was held by Gavin Husty, and I think that's Gavin's fourth foul. And that is just the second foul here in the fourth quarter. So nobody in danger of shooting yet. And now Caudell will sit down. Ball comes in up top to Watt. Watt, far wing. He's going to drive against Latrell Hughes, dumps it off. Dashner pulls up no good. Rebound Gavin Husty, who's still out there with those four fouls. Gets it ahead. Elijah Hudson with it. Elijah, he's going to shoot a pull-up three. No good. Rebound Dashner. He gets it ahead to Olsen. Olsen, nice pass to Price Carter. It was a little behind him, but it was a no look. Now Carter's going to drive. He dumps it off, and Ah. a shot is blocked. Ashner shot blocked by Hudson the other way. Seven Allen layup, no good. Rebound, he gets his own rebound. Allen with it, far wing. And another block for Elijah Hudson. I think he's up to six now. Latrell Hughes with it. Skips it over to seven Allen. Allen looking inside, now driving. Now kicking out. And we're going to have a foul on, I think, Price Carter. No, they're going to get Dashner with it. Jackson Dashner with a foul. His first personal foul. Elijah Hudson will sit down. What a game he's had. And we're going to have a timeout, 30-second timeout, Lex. So Elijah Hudson now will sit down with how many points, Derek? Well, let's see here. You put me on the spot. I think he's got six blocks. Man, he's going to be close to a double-double with blocks. I got him 19, 20 points, six blocks. Probably up there in rebounds. He might have a triple-double. I think you're correct on the 19. He had a chance to get 20 and missed the free throw. Man, Elijah Hudson having a game. And all without hitting a three. (laughs) 
Barscotter from Shelby, he had a triple-double last night in his first game. Yeah, they beat up on Madison yeah, last Wright night. Yeah, Wright State commit, so. Those two teams, well, Lexington and Shelby, they'll go at it yep. later on in the year. Great non-conference game there. Towards the end of the year. So out of the timeout, Lex basketball underneath their own hoop, up 30. Seven Allen will inbound. He gets it up top, Dontrell Hughes, a little 16-footer is no good. Rebound, Braden Olson. Olson gets it to Watt, who brings it up the floor. He's had a nice second half. Shortridge now with it, gets it to Olson. A deep three from the volleyball line, just a bit hard off the back of the rim. Rebound, outlet, and Gavin Husty lays it up on the other end. No good, but a follow by Fogel, and a layup is good. Can we get to 100, Derek? I mean, Derek's... Sweating it out. Bryce <laughs> Carter on the other end. Missed three. Rebound. A great rebound by Seven Allen, and he's going to get fouled on the rebound. That'll be the third foul of the quarter for Clyde. So the Minutemen with an 83-51 lead. I don't know what the record is for blocks in a game. That'd be something to look up, but six blocks. Unofficially. Well, you got to imagine back in the day, Jamie Fike probably, probably racked yeah. up some. I'd imagine he's the record holder, but I'll have to check on that. That'll like be individual interesting. game. Off the inbound, down the floor. Minutemen dump it into Braden Fogel, and he lays it in. And he almost looked around after he made it, almost like <laughs> Derek said. That was too easy. Was anybody even guarding them? Minutemen up 34. Still got a chance to get to 100 here. Ben Watt on the other end. He's going to travel. And now Markel Martin for consecutive nights will check in. And Markel will come in His for Braden probably Fogel. over. 24 unofficially. Latrell Hughes with it for the Minutemen. Gets it far wing to Jacob Legrand. Legrand up top, Markel Martin. Skip pass near wing. Dontrell Hughes for three. It's short, no good. Good look there, though, by Markel. On the other end now, Watt gets it into the near corner to Carter, Price Carter. He's going to try to drive against Latrell Hughes, brings it back out top to Watt. Over to Olsen, a deep three for Olsen, short, no good. And the ball's tipped around and eventually grabbed by Dontrell Hughes, who gets it to Latrell Hughes. Latrell, he's going to jog it up the floor. Look how small Lex is right now. They, this is the smallest lineup they've had on the floor. And Gavin Husty into the lane. He lays it up. He was fouled. He missed it, but he'll head to the line for two. If he makes both of these, he can get into double figures. So, so far, last night and this afternoon, Gavin Husty's kind of been the quiet assassin. Just kind of look up, and he's right around 10 points. But he did miss that free throw. Got to imagine, too, these free throw woes are not going to last for the minute. No, I'm sure Hammy's going to have them well, they're working just, on that. They're too much of a good shooting team. And the second one for Gavin is good. Sam Hudson will come into the game now for the Minutemen. By the way, Sam Hudson and Markel Martin each made their varsity scoring debut last night. Now they're both in again tonight. Look at who Markel's guarding right now. 
And this has to be the smallest lineup the Minutemen have ever put on the floor in the school's history. Not a lot of size out there, although Sam Hudson is. I mean, he's over six foot. Yeah, he's six. What do they have him Two. here? Six three. Six three. And a turnover. Minutemen get the ball back. Dontrell Hughes has it. He's going to take it down the lane, dump it off. Markel Martin flips it up, and oh. he missed it, but he'll head to the line. So Markel with chances to score in consecutive games here. Markel, of course, a great running back for the Minutemen. Only a sophomore. He's going to have an impact on the basketball court, too, as his career goes on. He made the first free throw. Oh, yeah, they're going to need him in spots. Very good defender. Physical. Mm -hmm. Second free throw, no good. Rebound, Sam Hudson, and he gets it to Markell, and I don't know how that was a travel. Sam Hudson handed it off to Markell as he was falling down, but the ref said he fell all the way down with it. So coming the other way, Clyde with it. And there's some reserves in the game. The biggest kid oh. on Clyde's roster, Chase Castle. <laughs> He's built like a castle. He takes it <laughs> down He's under the hoop kid. and gets fouled. So Chase Castle will head to the line. I think Hughes got all that ball. There's no weight listed here for Chase Castle, but he's 6'4". I got to say he's probably 250. Yeah, he might be. I don't know, man. He might be bigger than that. He misses the first free throw. It is a running clock now. Minutemen have been up 30. I think it's 35 in high school basketball now, or is it 30? Is it the I same even, as football? Yeah, I didn't realize there was even a running clock. I'm embarrassed to say. Well, they just implemented it, I believe, two years ago, or maybe last year was the first year for it. Second free throw was good for Castle. Minutemen up 35. Dontrell Hughes with the basketball. It's loose. Now he picks it up, gets it to Markel Martin. Underneath, little fadeaway, and he missed it. Rebound, tipped, and grabbed by Dontrell Hughes. 20 seconds to go. They'll get it back up top, Latrell Hughes. He's going to try to get it to Markel Martin. Ball is stolen. Ben Watt with it. Watt down the floor. Seven seconds left. Watt trying to drive and get something here on the last possession, and he turns it over, and Sam Hudson's going to get a steal to his name. And that is how the game will end. Minutemen with a little bit of a slow start, but, man, they man. turned it up. They scored 13 in the first quarter and 74 the rest of the game. So they definitely turned it up offensively after the first quarter, and they get out of here with an easy victory. 87-52, Minutemen a winner this afternoon here at Clyde. We'll take just a 30-second break, and we'll have stats here in just a moment with Derek Lazier on the BP Electric postgame show on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Joe Caudill. You're listening to Minuteman Basketball on fearthevillage.com. It's a final from Clyde High School. The Minutemen a winner tonight by a final score of 
Pretty easy win, all things considered, after a slow start. But the Minutemen cruise to their second victory in a row, and they're now 2-0 to start the 2023 basketball season. Corey Durbin back with you on the BP Electric postgame show. Derek Lazier down there trying to get the stat sheet from Bob Jarvis, but on the way, Derek had to stop and talk to like 30 people. And he is still not back up here yet, but he is close. Uh, Clyde, this was their season opener, so they will drop to 0-1, by the way. And Derek is back with the stat sheet. And I'll get you updated on how this game unfolded, Derek. Man, I didn't even get a chance to look at it. Okay. All right, so scoring 87-52. We'll go to high score here. Braden Fogel with 24, and he had nine rebounds. Second, Elijah Hudson, 17. Wow, he only had three boards, but, yeah, they had him down for six blocks. So he was second in scoring. Joey Caudell with 13, 12 boards, so double-double machine. Um, next up, Seven Allen with 12. And we got some, a lot of numbers here. Gavin Husty with nine. You got Don Trail Hughes kind of came out of a shell a little bit, seven points. Um... Let's see here, I'm trying to give them in order. Rochelle Hughes with one, Markel Martin with one, and that kind of closed out the scoring. For Clyde, we already know who the leading scorer was, Braden Olson, five of 10 for three-point range for 19 points. Uh, ben Watt had a nice game in the second half, 11 points for him. Cam Shortridge with seven, then you go Bryce, Bryce Carter with four, Brendan Wilson with four, Chase Castle one, and uh, Cedric Messer for two points. Um, let's see if anything jumps out here on me. Well, I've got a question. How many sure. assists for the Minutemen? Oh, boy. They had 14 last night. They had 13 at halftime today. 21 assists. Wow. So that's on 34 makes. Unbelievable. Yeah. So um, that's 35 assists now through two games for the Minutemen. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And a lot of it's just because they leak out and get layups. I mean, they're not doing anything special. Well, <laughs> just share the ball so well. I was going to say, what I was going to say, too, is that this is this team, I mean, we cut, we keep talking about this sophomore class. They've played together for a long, long time. They're a very unselfish group. They don't mind if someone's going to be the leading scorer in one game and not the leading scorer the next game. I mean, yeah, very unselfish team. Um, two games in, I mean, just rolling like assists. I mean, just – incredible the percentage of assists to make shots so um another good game you know they were a little slow like you said i mean here's the quarters i mean first quarter 13 points second and third quarter 33 and 26 so they just put the pedal down and um on the on the contrary you know clyde 17 points in the second and 18 you know in the third and then the minimum kind of shut it down in the fourth with uh with 15 and Clyde had nine. I mean, Clyde was just, you know, had to resort to jacking threes because they just couldn't get anything going mm -hmm. on the inside. But yep. points in the paint for Lex, 56 points in the paint. And I think, let me see if I, I got it right here in front of me. Uh, points in the paint last night, 30. So 26 more points in the paint. And like you said, that's a lot with assists. That's a lot rebounds going right back up. I mean, just another total team effort. Absolutely. It's been fun to watch. Couple of wins, couple of dominant wins. They win by 26 last night. 
They win by 35 this afternoon. And a little bit of a tougher test. Next Friday night, the Minutemen will open up their home schedule, and they'll host Worcester, which is not only their first home game, but it's the first conference game of the year, and always a big one against Worcester. I'm yep. sure it'll be a packed house over at Lexington next Friday night, and they don't have a game next Saturday. So only one game next week for the Minutemen, and it's at home against the Generals, who last night, the score is escaping me. Did they win last night? I'll have to. I don't think you could find it. That was the uh, issue. Let's see here. Worcester, yeah, it's not on here. Maybe they didn't play last night. Uh Nothing on the scoreboard right now this afternoon. The Minutemen, the only game right now with a final score reported. Bunch of games tonight, though. Marion Harding will travel to Madison. Mohawk goes to Lucas this evening. Winford will host Monroeville. Marion Pleasant will host North Union. Bucyrus will go to Mansfield Christian. I would say one of the better games in the area tonight. There's really two games I'm going to keep my eye on. Ontario goes to Crestview tonight. And then Northmore will host Colonel Crawford. Uh, you've also got Temple Christian and Independence. Upper Sandusky will go to Tiffin Columbian, and Mapleton will host Black River. Any final words before we get out of here, Derek? No, just like I said, two games in the books already, both dominant wins. Uh, I think both games, you know, Coach Amy's going to find some things to work on. We kind of talked about free throw shooting. That could kind of come back to maybe – you know, rear its ugly head in some tight games, so they'll probably get that worked out. But, no, hit some threes today, which was good. And, uh, yeah, just keep rolling along. It's been fun to watch. Opening weekend was a success for the Minutemen. And they're 2-0. They'll take on Worcester next Friday night at 7.30. Until then, I want to thank my lovely wife, Kayla Durbin, who was down getting you all the footage you see on social media. You can check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at VSBN Radio. Check out her hard work. She does such a great job. Got a couple Braden dunks to check out this afternoon, too. We'll have those posted. And I want to thank my broadcast partner, Derek Lazier. Another good job by him this afternoon. He'll be back with me next Friday evening. I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time, the Minutemen improved to 2-0 with a win here at Clyde this afternoon. Final score of 87-52. We'll talk to you next Friday night. Until then, have a good weekend, everybody.